Banter Box Radio. I love it when you call me Big Popper. Welcome back to Banter Box Radio. This is episode 206 for this fantabulous September the 30th, 2019. My name is Thomas Towson. This guy here, he's Dan Knight. Hi, Dan Knight. Wow, I made it. No. We did it. We we were specifically requested after that last episode that we released, episode 205, Mm. uh, to please never come back. uh, to stay away from our children, uh, we were Hide asked. Your kids, uh, and we what we did is we took a soul searching journey of two weeks. We took two weeks. We looked deep within ourselves. We took a fortnight. We did. We and uh, we, Playing, we we played, we Fortnite. played Fortnite for the two weeks. Um, and that's how you really find yourself. It really got ourselves into a mind frame to be ready to come back. And disregard all of those requests and still continue to make this show. <laughs> now, some might say that last episode was a mistake. Some might have said, maybe you pushed it a little too far. That and envelope? I say, yeah, yeah, probably. But you know what? It's out there. It happened. It happened. And that's FW. Did we learn anything from that? I like to think that we didn't. <laughs> 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 so we're back again this week to do the same thing that we've always done. <clears throat> yeah. Only this time, a little raunchier, a little Ooh. hotter, a little spicier. <laughs> a little too hot for TV. <laughs> no, we're going to pull it back and then pull it forward another two steps. <laughs> so buckle in. Mm-hmm. Dan, do you have articles this week? Because I have a few that I'd like to get off my chest. Yeah. I have a few I'd like to get off your chest too. Oh, <laughs> slow down there, partner. Uh, what kind of what kind of show is this that we do, other than a shock jock rock talk? It's kind of like a Stern meets Opie. You know what I'm saying? It's it's Opie sans the Anthony. They've swapped him out for a bit of <laughs> bit of, you know, Stern esque. Sans sans the production value as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that too. I like We're not getting think... strippers to like come in and do disgusting acts. Well, oh, you. I did. You made some made I, some calls. I did book Misty? a little something. Well, a little something <laughs> special this week. I think you're gonna really enjoy it. Wow! Uh, so stay tuned the entire episode for definitely that happening. Um, Whatever that is that you're like vaguely allu- alluding oh, to. I think you're gonna like it. I doubt it because uh, I don't think it is anything. But um, what you, we do you'll, is all, you'll have to stay to the very end mm. and like and subscribe. Yeah, can you it'll like only... podcasts? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you can like them, like, uh, in your heart. Yeah, yeah, well. But there's no way to, f- that to doesn't physically tra- prove it. That doesn't become money, so I don't care about that. <laughs> Keep your heart to yourself. What we do is we find the weirdest news that we can each week and uh, disregard the, the parts that aren't really that exciting. And then really fluff up the the really nasty bits. 
Yeah, we focus on the real ooey gooey. Yeah. Anything that's sticky. Icky. Oh, if it's sticky, icky. We're <laughs> DTF. Um, so that's what we do. We find the weirdest news uh, on, on the net, on the in the worlds. In the worlds. We go out there, we, we sludge through the muck, and we find the spiciest tidbits. And when people, ooh, tidbits. Mm. And when people think like, oh, well, that, that doesn't sound like it happened. We are reporting across all of the uh, the multiverse, so it may not have happened in this uh, this timeline. This timeline, yeah. But and also, it happened. how are you going to verify that? So yeah, so you just have to believe us. And the Earth is flat. Why don't you shut the hell up, Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. So we've got some news, but before we do, oh yeah, today is a super super disappointing national holiday. Uh, it's just National Coffee Day. I, I wanted to find something more interesting. Mm. Um, there wasn't anything. It was just National Coffee Day. I feel like that's a little bit of like a, mm, you know, it's no national uh, pet pet your cemetery cemetery day. Yep, pet <laughs> your cemetery. Day. Um, I feel like maybe every day is National Coffee Day. It is. That's uh, so, but I'm. You're celebrating right now. I really am. I'm having a cup, um, which is the only way that I'm able to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, It's the only it, and I had a cup mere minutes ago, and I'm already on the crash. So, (laughs) (laughs) this should be a high octane episode. Uh, so celebrate by having a coffee, I guess. I don't know. There's there's no goofs for that. There's no goose for National Coffee Day. Yeah. Just like just drink some coffee, man. Have a co- you know, like you know how you normally drink coffee. Yeah, do it. Do that again. Do it again. Do it, but do it like with more like gusto. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I was gonna say gumption, but that's not the proper. Uh, I mean, term. gumption works too. If you've got the proper gumption to drink the coffee, <laughs> you've got the proper gumption to do anything. So if you got the gumbo, let's then you've got everything. Let's get into the news, Daniel. Hit me, hit me with them spicy treats. Okay. When given the option to have it your way at a local Burger King, a grandmother in Arizona would have preferred not to raw dog it. Well, I think that after the last episode we recorded, I don't think we can use grandma and raw dog in the same sentence ever again. (laughs) I think that's banned. Is it? That's canceled. All right, moving forward. (laughs) I will know better. (laughs) Shit. Charlotte Parker of Goodyear bought a chicken sandwich for her 13-year-old granddaughter and was taken aback after the girl claimed there was something different about the sandwich. Quote, Caitlin got hers out. Mm. It took a couple. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't like when this is going already. Take take it back. Cancel it. (laughs) Turn it off. Oh, boy. Uh, Caitlin got hers out, took a couple of bites, and says, Nanny, what's wrong with this? Parker told local news station KTVK, uh, I said, what do you mean what's wrong with it? She said, look at it. She handed it to me, and you could see the meat was raw as it could be. Pink as it could be. Well, that's no good. You don't want a pink chicken. Well, is that That'll a... kill you. Is it? I mean, you could well, get salmonella. That sounds delicious. Is that a salad dressing? Salmonella? <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. So stupid. <laughs> After contacting the restaurant about their salmonella blunder, she, they responded with a less than desirable concern in her eyes. The employees apologized and offered a refund. She was more upset worrying about it if uh, if it had, had happened to her other granddaughter who had a weakened immune system. 
She said, I thought, I thought you were going to say if it had happened to her other granddaughter, then it would have been fine. She didn't like that one that yeah, much. <laughs> she likes, she eats raw chicken all the time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Nana can't be, uh, Nana can't be bothered to cook the chicken all the way for that one. Is that messed up? You might, did you hear about that story? I think it came out like, um, I don't know. I want to say a few weeks ago, maybe a month where there was the kid who was eating like nothing but, uh, like chips and chicken nuggets and all this shit, and he went blind. <laughs> oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, he had like just a, a terrible diet, and of course he was American. You know, yeah, of, of, course. of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I the kid does like, it need to be said that if you eat nothing but chips and chicken nuggets all day every day that that uh, you you might die, or at well, least go blind. He went blind. Yeah, yeah. So hey, he was probably on death's door though too, because that I mean that can't be healthy. Knock knock knocking. Yeah, he was. With with the guns and or roses, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> where the hell was I? <laughs> oh yeah, so the other granddaughter apparently had a weakened immune system, and she said, "quote I don't think they understand my concern. Uh, to me, they seem very nonchalant. Like, oh well, we didn't cook it long enough. If it had been Layla, it could have possibly been death." Uh, wow. Burger King uh, corporate offices released this statement, uh, which I know how you feel about. When, oh, corporate doublespeak! Yeah, 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 give it to me. Give me this non this thing so, that means nothing. I thought we could we could kind of start um, a new segment. Oh, wow! Not a segment, really. Just just a, a a new kind of thing. Whenever there is uh, a corporate doublespeak moment, mm-hmm. we can um, add something kind of over it to kind of give it that extra gusto or oh, gumption or gumbo. I, I think I have. A, I know exactly what you're talking you know about. What something like uh, this. We have very strict protocols guiding the cooking process at restaurants, and we take any issue regarding food safety very seriously. The restaurant owner has retrained the restaurant staff on our cooking protocols involving this incident. Separately, the owner has reached out to the guests to offer a refund and explain the actions the restaurant has taken to ensure this does not happen again. Well, I feel relieved. I feel like they've really got this under control now. Yeah, I hope so, because apparently this wasn't the first time uh, that an Arizona Burger King has served salmonella or undercooked chicken sandwiches. Now that, in the restaurant business, that's what we call a uh, oopsie no-no. The oopsie because it was an oopsie, and the no-no because it can kill you. (laughs) That's where the no-no comes in. (laughs) So yeah, it happened in Phoenix. Um... I think a month prior to that, and so this is also Arizona. This is Goodyear, so I, I feel like Arizona. Guys... There's no excuse. It's already a thousand degrees outside. <laughs> just if you just hold, hold it. it in the sun, it'll be cooked. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, step up your game, Burger King. Really blew it. I'll release another statement, <laughs> and then <laughs> that, that one. That's the one that's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna. It's change all things. fine. After that. It changes everything. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, police in Virginia had high praise for a local animal whisperer who said a squirrel led her down a trail, even going so far as to tug at her leg to help its injured baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. This sounds like something that would show up on my Facebook feed. You know what? (laughs) If you share this post (laughs) ten times, a squirrel will find you and tug on your leg. (laughs) A hundred times and the squirrel will get its wings. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Pulaski Police Department, Tia Powell told them she was walking on a trail when she was approached by a squirrel that appeared to be friendly. Oh, okay. Turns out it wasn't, and she's now dead. (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) 
Powell told police that squirrel, uh, the squirrel stood in her way, and she noticed that it was actually trying to get her attention, which is when she said she was led down the trail to a baby squirrel with an injured leg. Oh, no. I know. To make matters more complicated, Powell said a cat was lurking nearby, ready to pounce on the helpless animals. Oh, no. She's a she's a regular uh, squirrel. Um, uh, well. She did it. And you did it. Yep. We did it. We did it. What's that guy's name? Caesar Malone? Oh, yeah. C- yeah. Milan. Milan. Caesar Post Malone. That's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it. He whispers to bums. <laughs> He's a bum whisperer. <laughs> to make... Uh, so so, so this, this cat was, was standing guard trying to eat up this delicious squirrel snack. Yeah. According to the police department's Facebook post, Poli- uh, Powell said she didn't think there was anything she could do to help, but when she tried to leave, the mother squirrel followed her and allegedly tugged at her pants as the cat waited for the right moment to strike. Oh, it then began, it then burst out into a song and dance number. With the top hat and cane? The top hat and cane, oh exactly. My uh, authorities do say that she was on methamphetamine at the time. <laughs> There's the twist. <laughs> well, he said that when the officers arrived, both squirrels were patiently sitting and waiting with Powell, having a nice lunch together, uh, adding they were eventually able to help the animals return to the tree they call home. Wow. This story really warms the heart. It sure does. Uh, now, do you think, do you believe in miracles? No. In a young girl's heart? Well, there I do, yeah. But not in, like, anywhere else. In the real world, you outside, don't? Outside, yeah, outside Only of the in heart. the heart. That's where all the likes are stored. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Surely, if we can get enough likes, we can cure the disease. Likes for Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, now, you may be thinking to yourself, she might be a little bit nuts. <laughs> That's a little bit of squirrel humor for you on oh, this I fine get it now. Monday morning. Um, you might think she's a little nuts. Maybe that she thought a squirrel was talking to her and trying to get her attention and guiding her to her sick baby, her injured baby. I, be- I believe it. I believe it. I, be- I believe um, it's what the Lord intends. Is this what the Lord did? The did the now did the Lord ever say anything about speaking with animals? That seems, yes. does it? It seems to have a tinge of blasphemy to it. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, according to the scriptures. Yeah, okay. You uh, are an expert. I'm well-versed. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, all creatures are... Big and small. Yep, got it. Are big and small. And, and that's all you need to know. And if you give a mouse a cupcake, he's going to want... A, a napkin. A napkin. Because the guy's a slob. He's a real slob piece of shit. And that was, oh, you know what? No, I was reading a children's book. That wasn't the Bible. Oh, <clears throat> shit. Yikes. Well, in verse page 36 of the scriptures, <laughs> if you give a mouse a cupcake. <laughs> the mouse spake unto them, I must haveth thine glass of milk. <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> that's uh, that's that. That's that. There's no more jokes for that, okay? You, how many joke? How many jokes do you want out of me for a, squ- a lady thinking a squirrel said to come help my baby? Please, help I, my baby. I expected at least six more. There were there were at least six, and that's all I could muster. <laughs> all right. A recent addition to the ballot for mayor in Clearwater, Florida, has been making national news. 
The candidate is 58-year-old Elizabeth Dreyer, whose aim is to promote animal rights awareness and wishes to be a direct voice for the loggerhead sea turtle species. Hey, that's a good cause. Good cause. Sea turtles are uh, they're having a real rough time these days. What with our uh, a high existing? Yes, with our what with our existing? <laughs> right, right. All the animals seem to be hurting from that. From the whole us being around thing. Ever since our inception, <laughs> things have been on a steady trend downhill. So she said, "Quote: It sounds wacky, but it really isn't. But yes, it is. But it is. It is. It is. Oh, it, it is. wouldn't be here <clears throat> if it wasn't. Yeah." She said, quote, I want to see ecosystems and wildlife get direct representation in government because I don't think that the laws that we have now protect nature. Okay. I mean, that's true. That's I think fair, we're right? not to get like too serious, but we're getting like to a point where our and I don't want to sound like, you know, enlightened centrist because that's not the direction <laughs> I'm going at all. But it's like, you know, there's there's too much squabbling about uh, people getting pissed off at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still. Oops. We done broke the planet, guys. <laughs> we made a big oopsie. We done you know, broke no. it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fair, what she just said. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, I mean, no matter where you're kind of coming from. But then she kind of followed up with, quote, When our country was founded, women and racial minorities did not have the ability to hold office either. <clears throat> this yeah. is Yeah, this is where okay. it starts to add back. <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay. I mean. Dreyer told Tr- Tampa Bay Times that she wants to extend politics to animals and nature, giving animals the right to vote and be elected. But, uh, of course, well, they would have human representatives speak for them. Okay. So this is, I, I think, okay. is this where I lost you? Yeah, I, I think, I think I get what she, she's either nuts or I get what she's saying. <laughs> and there's like, you know, is she saying individual animal yes. represent? Okay, she's nuts. Um, <laughs> I get like, I, I was thinking like, well, oh, she just means not. like people having a voice for nature. Nature. Right, right, right. Focusing on more economic issues, or uh, 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 not economic, Jesus. Anyway, I'm gonna um, represent the Goop brand. Now, I do know you as a big Goop head. You and Gwyneth, we're going, really we're gooping going, it up. We're, we're going places with the brand. <laughs> um, I, you know, okay. Well, tell me more about her. <laughs> Not Gwyneth, this lady. Uh, oh, no, okay. Uh, um, she said originally she originally planned on running with the name Sea Turtle, but found it was impossible <laughs> due to those pesky city rules. Uh, so she chose to run as Elizabeth Sea Turtle Dreyer. Okay. Now, before you... Middle name, classic move, yep. (laughs) Sea Turtle. Before you go off thinking she's one note, she's not running solely on, uh, taking care of the loggerhead sea turtles. She's also running on killing them. There has to be a balance. (laughs) (laughs) What can be given must be taken away as well. Um, no, she also... Plans uh, focusing on key element, in, elemental, environmental issues. <laughs> key uh, elemental <laughs> issues. She's I'm, really... I'm running for fire and water. <laughs> She's really getting into that that old dark magic. <laughs> she wants to. Uh, she plans on having the city on renewable energy by 2050. So uh, if you plan on donating... 2050? So, yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a... 30 years? Long haul. I don't think she's going to be mayor that long. No, I don't I think so. Um, but yeah, if you plan on donating money to her cause, uh, save it because she says, quote, I'm not going to accept monetary contributions. The sea turtle cannot be bought. 
Wow, that's a strong stance. You know, I I think she's definitely going a little kooky on this to make a point. So I'm not gonna give her too much of a hard time. Then again, then again, then again, did was she she dressed up in a, a sea turtle costume? Yes. Yeah. She so did. she done did that. I get it. I, like I get it. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you think about it, like we are in an age where politicians are more celebrities than public servants. Hey, literally. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, guess if you see this as a publicity stunt, all that matters. then it makes sense. You know, she's she's gaining traction based on the fact that everybody's going, oh, this lady's wacky, but like... It's all a popularity contest, my dude. I mean, she does, she brings up good points. She just, her... Her methods. Her methods are a little funky. Yeah, they leave a bit uh, to want... Um, but you know, but we did, I mean, with their power, there, power tour, we've done, uh, 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 we've done articles in the past where there's, what was it? We had a cat mayor at one point. Uh, I think yes, a dog got voted a, in the office a, somewhere. Yep, there was, there was pig mayor, pig mayor, pig mayor. Pig mayor, pig was, mayor was a classic, classic. One of our best. Yeah. Banner box article. Woo. Man. It's going back. Lots of, uh, lots of animal politicians that yeah. we talk about. <sighs> Sometimes I feel like we're a little one note. <laughs> Animal politicians. It's kind of our bread and butter. We like to fall back to it. And speaking of bread, let's go make ours. We'll be back after this poorly delivered advertisement. Dan, it's been a while. Been a while. That's that's the Dan I remember. Wow. Uh, but also, I'm not interested in whatever you're about I, to say. I let you... Look, you had two weeks off, okay? You had two weeks to read all the books, catch up on all the books, so there's no excuse why you're not ready for this one. And it's starting to get a little spooky, right? You're feeling a little bit of spookiness in the air. It's almost Halloween. Yep. Halloween, as they say. Who says that? Um, they do. So, there you go. Dan... Uh, I got a book for you to get you in the holiday spirit. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. This book comes to us directly from Audible, where you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio. This week's book recommendation is The Madness of Dr. Wankenstein, Tales of Monsterotica. I see. So we've come full circle. What you're saying? Well, you know, uh, I don't want to say that I've been pigeonholed into this by your interests. Wait a minute! I uh, never said that. Any but of I'm trying to find books that appeal to you, and I know the only thing that can get you going is a nice, big, thick monster. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I don't, after last at last episode's mishaps, I'm trying to skirt around. Monster <sighs> dung is what you meant. Daniel! Daniel, please! Yes, of course, a big, thick monster dung, okay? Is there, will there be, uh, fetid cum-splosions? Well, goodness gracious! <laughs> God damn it, Daniel, we talked about this. It's just, just play along with the goof. It's just... There's it's it's real nasty monster sex, okay? Okay. The madness of Doctor Wankenstein. No more jokes. I see you. I see you're prepping when you got one in the in the barrel. Just st- hold it back. I got. Because I'm gonna cut it out if you do any more. I left that one in. Any more get cut out. <laughs> I see you. 
Again, go to www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio to get any free audiobook. Specifically, that one is recommended, though. And a 30-day free trial. Thanks to Audible. And we are back. Let's hop right in. A pair of underpants that belong to Ava Braun, wife of Adolf Hitler, has been sold by a British auction house for more than $4,600. You ever say a sentence that you wish you could take back? Every day of my life. Yeah. Um, That felt gross to come out of my (laughs) mouth hole. Say it again, then. No. The BBC reported (laughs) that... Okay, so... I have a. I included this article. It's short, but I have a weird gripe with this article, which is that like, that has to be a weird niche, right? You have to be one mm. of those, um, totally not racist. It's okay, guys. Definitely, I'm not. I'm not a racist. Uh, Nazi memorabilia collectors, right? But definitely not a racist. It's okay. I just like Nazi stuff. I just like Nazi stuff. Um, but I'm also into panty fetish stuff. Right, and that's the double. That's the one I'm talking about. Right. Where's the that's a weird double what, niche. <laughs> what point are you <laughs> less historian than fetishist? Yeah, you have to like Nazi memorabilia and also be a, an underwear fetishist. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, okay? And if your <laughs> yum is to be sniffing, you know, Hitler's wife's undergarments. I mean, if you had the opportunity, wouldn't you? I wouldn't. <laughs> Under any circumstance, no. Um, Just the, a quick whiff? Nope, not even a passing whiff. <laughs> Pass. uh, the BBC reported that an anonymous phone bidder, I'm sure that that was not on... Unpro- yeah, I, I'm I'm sure that if, if you are that person, you don't want to be known. I mean, I guess it'd be... It, it, it's, the, it's the crown jewel in any, like... If you're... If you, let's say you are... A fetishist of Nazi underwears. Of uh, well, if, let's say you're a neo-Nazi and you really love underwear too. Yeah. This is the this is this the, is the crown jewel. This is. This you know, is it's it. not going to get better than that. I mean, all three people that are actually interested in this thing here. Yeah, are really into that specific niche. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to think that there are that people have a broader perspective on on or or. or People are more unique than we give them credit. Like, I think there are a lot of people with weird fetishes out there. Oh, yeah. That we don't know about. And I say weird not in, like, you're a freak or a bad person. Just weird in a conventional sense. Right. Yeah. Um, but I like to also think that this is maybe one of the weirder, like, <laughs> crossover ones. You know? You know, I had heard that... Um, I had heard that he was into doo-doo. Uh, Hitler was. He was into doo-doo. He was into the doo-doo. Like, like uh, 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 McAfee. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Him too. Um, so I'm wondering, since Ava was his lady, maybe had some skids in there too. Oh, some good skid. Oh man, Hitler's been holding on to, and you know that is the crown jewel. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> like the soldiers found him, and he had it. He, you know, like that 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 picture where it's like. A guy puts the panties on his head, yep. you know, and he's wearing it. And when he killed himself, he's yep. like, Ava, give me your panties. <laughs> I can't do a German accent. But, but, uh. um, so so the uh, BBC reported that an anonymous phone bidder purchased the pink silk underwear, which bears bronze initials and oh. skids, was, <laughs> no, didn't say, uh, and was auctioned off by Humbert and Ellis auctioneers for 3,700 pounds, uh, about wow. $4,614. That's surprisingly cheap for. I also thought that I was for like something that I feel like is probably semi one of a kind. At least, to, yeah. I mean, 
in a verifiable sense. If they can verify that it's what this was, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to verify that anyone's underwear belongs to them unless they're in their house, in their drawer. I mean, if it's got our name stitched on it, you can't really. That's true. Oh, you're yeah. yeah. So this is this is pretty verifiable. You take it to one of those. Um... It's also kind of weird to have your initials on your underwear, right? Is that weird? I feel like it was a thing in the past. It was. But it's like, what, are you people losing your underwear all the time? Like, why do you well, need to write your name on Because it? back then they were underwear goblins. Oh, um, that's what it is. But and, we've eradicated them? Yeah, and that was a joke a I tried global... out that fell, <laughs> failed immediately. <laughs> we've, killed, we've killed them off. Uh, I hated it halfway out of my mouth. <laughs> underwear goblins. <laughs> Other items sold from the auction house described as... Quote, significant private European World War II collection included a gold bracelet bearing a swastika that was given to the wife of Luftwaffe commander Hermann Göring. 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 Okay. And bronze stained nightgown. Bronze Eva bronze stained. stained. Not bronze. Oh. But like Eva bronze stained, stained nightgown. Like the Lewinsky dress? Oh. Like kind of stain? I think it was the good... Good stains. The, the doo-doo stains? The best stains. Um, the BBC reported that the same bidder, this is a fun fact, that bought bronze underwear also purchased the nightgown. That makes sense. Yeah. that He has to have a full set. Yeah. it's it's a, It goes together so that he can wear them and that, pretend oh, that he's it. Ava Braun. That's true. Um, <laughs> which... That's a third level of niche. The the, the cross cross dressing underwear fetishist Nazi memorabilia collector. Wow, that is a deep cut. Yeah, that's deep. Uh, at a similar auction in 2016, a pair of lilac undergarments worn by Braun was sold at the Philip Serrell auction house for roughly $3,194, according to the New York Post. So this is uh, they're really just selling off all of her underwear to these weirdos. They got a whole, I bet they've got like a whole drawer of them, like a whole box, and they're just selling them one at a time. That's it. Yeah. Like dealers at the table. Well, yeah, they're, they're whole, like, uh, what is it? Like diamonds, like how they just had a bunch of them. Yeah, but you and, trickle but, them. Yeah, you trickle them out so you can sell them. At right, a, they've got a hoard of Ava Braun underwear. They're not even selling them for that much money. 4000 I mean, depends on how many you got. But they're selling the stain, like the stained underwear is the is common. That's the good stuff. That's the stuff you put in those uh, vending machines. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the that's the. But that's like a really high end vending machine. The pachinko, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the only way to get it is to put your bar of Nazi gold into it. That's right. <laughs> Go a separate for a slot. chance. Uh, well, that's super weird. It is. An organization out of New York called the Workman's Circle is teaching some new tricks to old dogs in Central Park. Wow, this Thank sounds you. like a heartwarming story. <laughs> Not as heartwarming as a, a little squirrel tugging <laughs> on a lady's pant leg. We're changing it up. You know, I feel like we have to definitely go a certain direction Yeah. Um, to atone for what for the, for the horrors direction. we unleashed last time. <laughs> Very true. This is, this is actually no longer a weird news podcast. It's just a feel-good podcast. Share we these on it. Facebook. Yeah. Like, like, like it and in share. your heart. Mm-hmm. And in an effort to connect with dogs, the owners... Oh, sorry. In, in, a, in an effort to connect the dogs with the owner's Jewish roots and provide a, quote, 360-degree approach to Jewish identity building, the group's aim is to teach the, dog, the dogs basic commands in Yiddish. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, it's different. It's different. It's I, definitely different. Yeah. 
Quote, here in Manhattan, we love our dogs, so the event is always oversubscribed. Workman's Circle Director of Development and External Affairs, Melissa Karashalio, said, when asking about whether or not the dogs would actually understand the owner's shouts in Yiddish, Karashalio said, quote, Yiddish is the harsh, <coughs> Yiddish, Yiddish has the harsh consonants, and dogs respond well to that. It's those hard, <clears throat> those punching consonants. Okay, I that get really, that. That really get it. So, the, uh, unfortunately, so I know I'm talking about this, and the event did just happen. Uh, so it just recently passed by, but hopefully, for those who have missed it, there will be other opportunities for you to teach your dog Yiddish. Good. Uh, I mean, do you have to wait for special events, or can you just do it? I mean, you could essentially do it. It, it, it leads me to think that... I mean, dogs exist all over the world. That's true. That is and, something I did know about dogs. And then they also respond uh, to they any, do also respond. anything. Yep. Oh, to any to any anything. sort of verbal cue. Yeah. Um, regardless in of the language. Way. Yeah. In some way, they respond. In some way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have conversations with my dogs. Well, uh, I mean, I talk to them, and, and they talk back to me. And... But it's in my head. It's right. only in my ears, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. If it's in your head, it's not a big deal. Yeah, because that's uh, how I connect with uh, the angels, too. And Well, so, Dan. And the magic talking walnut. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a bit you're working on? Is that like part of your type five? <laughs> <laughs> because I think you're going to have a hard time fitting in the lore behind the magic talking walnut. Oh, I think. I think not. No, I stole that from, um, what was it, for, from Bad Santa. Oh, sorry, a classic film. It, it that that movie doesn't uh, it is age poorly. I've never seen it. <laughs> you never saw Bad Santa? No, I never saw Bad Santa. Oh, it's uh, it's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, <laughs> it was made. <laughs> so, you can't argue that fact. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so no, I mean honestly, you don't have to wait for this event to come come by again to teach your dog wonderful phrases like "arop" or "zits," which translates to "down" or "sit," respectively. Okay. Uh, you could do it, you know, with, you know, just at home with your dog. You don't have to you go could. all the way I to mean, Central Park you to won't. do it. You won't. You won't. I mean, let's be honest. You're, uh, you're too lazy. You're a coward. <laughs> you're a coward. <laughs> you're afraid to teach your dog Yiddish. You don't have the, you don't have the chutzpah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you see how I did that? I, that was great. That was good. Back to you. Back to you, Jim. No, Jim's dead. J- that that joke was, died the day we brought it out. <laughs> Back to you, then. Oh, is that the end? Yeah, no. Oh, there's, not, oh. there's not really much. I was waiting for something funny. <laughs> <laughs> there um, it is. Got him. Uh, a man in Scotland. This is the last one for this week. A man in Scotland has been ordered to perform 75 hours of community service after intentionally passing gas as police officers conducted a body cavity search. <laughs> <laughs> It's just an added, like, screw you. Uh-huh. Okay. It's pretty great. Um, this this does get better. <clears throat> Police responding to a vehicle collision in Aberdeen noticed Stuart Cook, 28, speaking to the driver of another car. After observing a strong marijuana odor emanating from Cook, officers searched him and his vehicle, finding a small, quote, a small amount of cannabis, which oh. one is one to find after uh, smelling. Searching. Mm. After smelling the marijuanas. They are... You're saying... But they had to search all up in his marijuanas. 
Jawaina. I did it once and then blew it the second three times. The second three, I'm done. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Police handcuffed Cook. This is a tough one. This is a tongue twister. Police. What did they do? Handcuffed Cook. Okay. They didn't hand hand cook cuck. (laughs) (laughs) I would handcuff. Handcuffed Cook who immediately began to scream and act aggressively. Mm. He was brought to the police station in Kitty Brewster, which is a great town name. It's yeah. cute as hell. Kitty? Kitty Brewster. Is oh, that yeah. K-I-D-D-I? T-T. Oh, Kitty. Okay. Kitty Brewster. Oh, boy. Uh, where he was booked and strip-searched. During the procedure, officers claim cooked, Cook passed wind intentionally multiple times. Quote, Cook deliberately farted in the direction of the officer three times, stating, (laughs) How do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Reported prosecutor Lucy Simpson, his defense attorney, Laura Gracie, downplayed the incident, telling the court, Cook, quote, had been smoking a cannabis joint at the time and felt police overreacted in the way they dealt with him. He became increasingly upset with them and acted in a manner in the manner libeled. Cook pled guilty to the possession of cannabis and to behaving in a threatening or abusive manner. I do like the, how do you like that? He's back there just ripping them off like, how do you like that, officer? How do you like that? You want to you want to touch me in my bottom my bottom holes. <laughs> you got to be ready for the exhaust port. You looking to get all up in my prison pocket? You better <laughs> you better be looking for a face full of fun. Oh man! Well, good on you, sir. <laughs> that was the. Uh, I know it's like that's probably not a good idea. Like I know you're gonna get in trouble, but I definitely think that was the right course of action. It's just a cannabis joint, Dan. They're being ridiculous, and they deserve to get a little Rudy Toot in the face. Exactly. That's what they. That's what they get. Gonna take somebody to jail over a a A marijuana cigarettes. Right. Stinky little lettuce. (laughs) Ridiculous. My goodness. You better get you. you, Hey, look. You got one kind of stink. You get in a second. All right. That's all the fart jokes I've got. I wanted to end the show on a high note. Well, well, maybe we should keep going then. Okay, I wanted to end the show on a brown note. Oh, there it is. <laughs> was that better or worse? Do I cut that out? Just delete it? I think Great. it was... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. It, you know what? If anyone could say anything, it's that that was a show. And it was better than last time. I don't know. Maybe people preferred the last episode. Maybe they did. Hey, if you liked the last episode, last episode uh, style, let us know. I mean, you won't because you're a coward. <laughs> Will that work, do you think? Do you think if I... Yeah, continuously <laughs> insulting and, and... If I call them cowards, do you think that'll push them? No. Uh, oh, uh, how about the other way? Because we're we love... Cowards. We're, we're cowards, and we're scared to do another episode. That's it. Well, no, we don't want to promise them it's such a good time of not doing more content. Um... Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Head over to our website, ghostshipradio.com. Check out all the stuff we got over there. It's mostly this right now. We're cooking up some, you know, we're working up a big stew right now. Mm-hmm. There is stuff we're doing, but for right now, enjoy this content. Uh, we're back. We had a little siesta. Uh, I took a vacation for the first time in what feels like my entire life, and uh, and life got in the way. So we took a couple ta- weeks to find ourselves, and we're back 
and bolder than ever. You can find us on iTunes, all podcasters, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter at Ghost Ship Radio and at Banterbox Radio. Uh, you can find updates on the show. Keep updated what we're doing. We have personal Twitters. Dan is at Dan is the Knight. I am at Thomas Towson. Uh, you can reach us directly by using the contact form on our website or by sending us an email at bbr at ghostshipradio.com. Those are both good places to tell us anything you feel like saying. Send us articles. Send us anything. We also accept articles and submissions and stuff through our Twitter if that's easier. Whatever. You, Whatever. Know, how, you know how it do. And that's all for this week. And remember, the stage before Frostbite is called Frost Nip. Thanks for joining us. Jacobs. <laughs> it was a bad time to cough. Well, it still worked, though. The mic does work. Oh, check, check plus. This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com. <laughs>